Hello and welcome back to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast where the discussion is always on tits, penises, samurai swords, psychosexual lesbian con games, things of that nature. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Snyder. With me as always, my co-host... I'm Gabriel Mara. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Gabe. Ryan, how are you in general? Um, In general? Mm -hmm. I'm a little tired today. Mm -hmm. Um, Overall, I wouldn't say melancholy, but I wouldn't say happy. I'm just in that space in between i think it's the weather so yeah. you're, you're you're south of okay north of cancer yeah 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 very nice thank like you that. thank yeah, you very thank good you. now this this what like daniel and i on our other show tom slow readers um we went on an extended uh segment about the weather which was barely about the weather it was more about africa and farts mm, that sounds just like you too yeah exactly it's it's a good episode you know what sucked about this weekend was um it was so nice on Friday, Saturday. Oh, like it was 86 80, degree, 88 degrees? Yeah, really nice. I had to wake up early for work on uh, Saturday to be in early. Oh, boo. So I was, uh, I was sitting on my porch in early in the morning just having my like coffee and cigarette on the porch. Mm-hmm. And I hear jingling around uh, from the neighbors next to me. And I'm like, oh, opening the jingle, door. Jingle, Yeah, like doors opening, closing. And I hear the door finally slam. And out from the side, they come with their car, with their paddle boards on top. <laughs> this driveway smiling, nice music playing. I was like, why did I choose this life? You know, Ryan, I, like, we, all, we know here you are a bartender at yes. the bookstore Speakeasy, which I used to work at as well. And, you know, I, it, 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 the grass is always greener, my man. I, yeah. did have a, I did have a lovely weekend with the professor. We enjoyed the weather. We went to our, um, Easton, a town nearby. We had a lovely day. But also, um, I, I, I do hate being cash broke and yeah. having to rely on emails. I still think you should come back. Um, just... Hey, window's open. I'm jumping in. I think yeah. I can definitely manage. I'm also hosting Trivia tomorrow, so that's a little bit of cash. Are you really? I am indeed. Oh, nice. Are you available? Are you working? Uh, I'm off. I might actually come down because uh, hey. Michelle Monaghan might have dinner plans. Fun! So if she has dinner plans, then I'll just scoot on down and hang yeah. out with you and friend of the show, Steve Boss. Hey, we should have him back. Yeah. Yeah. We should talk about that. Yeah. So, um, Ryan, how are you feeling now that it's... Past officially one year of episodes. Feeling good, man. That was like, a, it was a good episode yeah. last time. Yeah, it was a good episode. It was a good year of crazy movies. Yeah. Uh, things that I normally would not have seen. Uh, shit we all covered in the uh, the, the wrap-up of mm-hmm. the year. But yeah. Thank you again to Tyler Martis. Yeah, thanks again, buddy. Appreciate that. Um, I didn't text him back. So, uh, Tyler, I'm sorry I didn't text you back. I did listen to the episode. Uh, you don't suck, dude. <laughs> oh, Tyler, I told you you sounded fine. It, was, it, it said something like, oh, I said um a lot. I'm like, who cares? Yeah, like, I say um fine. and uh a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you were a great guest. Come back. Very, Come very back organic. anytime, dude. Yeah, we'd love to have you. And then um, I, uh, our contest winner, VHS underscore Dungeon, was very, very happy to find out he won. And I asked him that when he receives his poster to call in and give us a little voicemail. Oh, so, cool. So to look forward to awesome yeah he is ecstatic so thank you vhs underscore dungeon yeah thanks for uh submitting in uh into the contest dude i hope you like the poster so ryan we did a movie we did a movie and i think not to spoil any of my thoughts on it but it was a hell of a movie to start our new year on yeah it really was i have uh i have some thoughts um Mm. just from like your brief before we started i asked you what you thought and you were kind of tentative on your answer yes and i i i think we're gonna land in the same area well i, I don't want to give away too much of my enthusiasm okay 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 um ryan uh, so, uh, so what, what what movie did we do we did uh brawl in cell block 99 
right? Mm. That's, 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 that's the title. 99 block cell. Yes. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, starring Vince Vaughn and Dexter's sister. Yes. Jennifer Carpenter. Yes. You know they were married? Uh, Dexter and... Uh, yeah, briefly, right? Dexter. Yeah, for like mm-hmm. a couple of years. Which yeah. is weird. Playing brother and sister on TV and yeah. fucking in the background. Kind of kind of creepy. Kind of some Brady Bunch action. Yeah. <laughs> I've always been super attracted to Jennifer Carpenter. Yeah, she's a pretty sexy lady. Yeah. yeah, she's one of those faces. Yeah. Angular, long. I always but... found her sexual like choices on the show Dexter to be rather interesting. They were always a little bit in the offside. There was a, her, her the, CI. The old, the old guy. And a uh, old guy played by... Some guy. No, he's it's a big deal. What was his name on the show? Lundry or something? Yeah, uh, yeah, Lund. I don't. I didn't like Dexter after. Well, really? Well, no. After uh, after John Lithgow season, stop watching. You know what? I've heard that from a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, as someone who's watched that show to the bitter, bitter end. Really? Yeah. It uh, it definitely dropped in quality after that. I, I mean, heard the finale was one of the all time worst. Yeah, it was the finale of that show was awful. Um, yeah, I, I can't defend <laughs> that at you, you all. Can't, you can't relive it? No. Nah, like, there's some there's some cool moments after season four, um, but then there's, like, shit like um, Colin Hanks. And Colin his, Hanks is in it? Yeah, like, season six or seven. I like Colin Hanks. He's a great actor. Yeah, but, like, that season's, like, it it, it just gets bonkers. Like, yeah, season four was a high point. Yeah, the scout season was great. Like, that last episode in season four was just, like, heart-wrenching. Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought Rita was... Yeah, I Julie Benz. Yeah. Um, I remember her from Jawbreaker, and also from uh, in Buffy. Okay. Yeah, what what I watched of Buffy, but I I I got it, but definitely all about the sister, bro. Yeah. 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 No, I'm still I, I like, trying I like to remember better. that fucking actor's name. Uh, the old guy. Yeah. No, uh. he's he's in he's in everything, and he has, uh. Something Sutherland, is he a Sutherland? No, I don't. I don't know actually. Fuck. I won't. I won't commit to an oh, answer on that. Ryan, can you look it up for me? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I'm more than happy to. Stop for time. Um. So, literally, like, I I thought that Dexter made a big problem with once they got rid of Dokes. I was around oh, a little yeah. bit. Lo- I love Dokes. <laughs> like, like Dexter, you motherfucker. Every Lundy. time. Lundy. Lundy. It's not Lundry. And. Keith Carradine. Carradine. I knew it was like a, like an actor dynasty name. Carradine. Wow. Good actor. He's in a lot of stuff. S- sibling of David Carradine? Really? I think so. That's interesting. Yeah. He's one of those one of those faces. He's built to have like a cop face. Yeah. Yeah. Like that guy. That guy a lot actually. But we did Brawl and Soulbook 99. Starring yes. for Carpenter. Um, directed by S. Craig Zoller. Sure. Who also did Bone Tomahawk, which I'd always heard was excellent and never got around to seeing. Same. Yeah, I, I heard it was good and I just never watched it. Oh, so a uh, uh, trailer. just as easily be on this side of the table. That muscle's just for show. Helps me lift stuff. Man principle. Relinquish it now. You know the difference between right or wrong. And you have a moral compass. I knew before you told me that you got an American flag in your home, you probably got more than one. 
you're a patriot. Tell me my business. I do things direct, and I have a system. Won't last Minimum freedom. I'm not going to tell you anything you want to hear, and prison will give me plenty of time to look at guys I don't like. Great trailer. Great trailer, Ryan. I liked it. Liked it? Yeah, I liked the trailer. Oh, okay, I like the movie. Oh, fine. Oh. So, let's dive into it. Well, first of all, what is Brawl and Cell Block 99 about? Uh, Brawl and Cell Block 99 is the story of a bad man turned good, forced to do bad things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, a, a man who, in the beginning of the movie, loses his job, finds out his wife is cheating on him, and then goes back to a life of crime, which lands him in prison, and he is forced to do unspeakable acts of violence to save his wife and Did he have a life child. of crime prior? Yes, because I think it was implied that like I'm going back to this work. Oh, I think he yeah, I guess so. That. But he he'd never been in prison before. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, like the cop at one point's like this is your first offense. Okay, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh what did you think? Um So interestingly enough, I didn't I didn't realize how long this movie was. So and yeah, it's a lot it longer a than a long I... one, and we weren't sure if we we're gonna record today or not. Yeah. So I had a lot of work to do. So last night I started watching it. That's like it's like midnight. I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna finish this all the way tonight. I want to go to bed. So I watched the first hour of the movie like before going to bed. Like at that point, this movie is incredibly, incredibly slow burn. Yeah. Like like, very, like beyond slow burn, it is it is art film slow. Yes. So much so that I like I was enjoying it. I'm like wow. What a, like, deliberate is not even the word. It takes its time so, so carefully and easily that... There's a lot of, like, long, like, long shots of just holding on Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Which, is, like, I'm, like, in watching it, like, I can just imagine the director being like, all right, and hold it. <laughs> Keep holding. Show me that intensity. Sure. More intensity. More. more Faster. A, a more intensity. More. More. All right, good. We Make got it. Make a plan of your eyes. Done. Yeah. And it, so he it show it. It's basically a nice, really fascinating character study of Bradley, never Brad Thomas, mm-hmm. and it. He doesn't even get to the prison for like an hour in the movie. Yeah, I, I like it's a movie of definitely two parts mm-hmm. in my mind because there is like the 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 lead up to going to prison and then there's all the time in prison yes and he's never like violent before no. going into prison well you, you open up in the it's, movie it is a quiet part. intensity that yeah. he has uh, well I guess he is somewhat violent yeah. to the the car mm-hmm. part they do like the fame like the, uh, the movie is famous for its opening so far that it is that he loses his job and finds out his wife's cheating on him and it illustrates who Bradley is as a character, like, unbelievably well. That he is a man who f- has lost his job, and he found out his wife has cheated on him, and they had lost their baby before. And he destroys her car with his bare hands, and then he goes in, 
he sits down and he has like this compassionate talk about her about whether or not they should continue their marriage Mm -hmm. was it serious we should try having a child again and it says everything there is to know about this character without bleeding it out too long and I'm using naturalistic dialogue which I thought was cool Mm -hmm. but anyway last night I'm watching it and he gets to the the first prison the fridge and I'm like okay um I'll pick this up tomorrow Apparently, I stopped watching right before shit gets real. Yeah. And then when this movie... You would be forgiven for thinking this movie is just a quiet drama. And then shit gets really, really real, real fast. And the action explodes on the, on the screen like so abruptly and painfully... This, this movie does such a great job of, like I think of many of my favorite movies, it makes anyone of the speaking part at least human. Mm-hmm. So when he starts, when he receives the ultimatum, mm-hmm. you're dreading what has to happen next. Yep. So, yeah. Ryan, uh, before I dive into my like gushing, enjoy, I, I, this, it's, I think this movie is too good for me to just say it was great. There's just a lot. So, Ryan, I'll do some unpacking, but what did you think? I thought it was a good B-movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I landed on it. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's um, in my mind, it would be, like, if this movie was made in, like, the 1980s, it would be something you would have to dig in the VHS pile mm-hmm. for, but you would be rewarded for your find. Yeah, I think that's what they are going for. And exactly, yeah. like, a, a, they want an exploitation film, a prison, like, the title is pulpy as fuck, and the music... Yeah. But it's it's more than that. Like you said, it is very artsy. Mm-hmm. Um, the I I do love the the character study moments in it. Uh, well, not moments because the whole the whole fucking the whole movie. It, most that. of the movie is is like it's he's like Gosling and Drive. But it's mostly his face, kind of you know. But he's a smart character. Like the the whole thing that like lands him in prison mm-hmm. could have easily been avoided had like two characters listened to what he said. Yes. Like he's a man who of principle and character and action and action and. I I just I, I I like the movie a lot. I don't love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wish it wasn't as artsy. I would have liked it to be a little bit pulpier. I see. A that. little bit more fast paced. Mm-hmm. But I understand what they were going for. Yes. Um, it's a movie I will revisit. Um, I like I said I don't love it, but I like it a lot. So I'm definitely much more of the art house film goer than you. Mm-hmm. So I loved it. That's like, uh, I'm not gonna argue on that. I, I can know. I can see why people would love it. I loved it. Loved it. Well, I have one major foible with it, and it's I hate the color correction on it. That it um like it seems almost lazy how blue the movie looks, and then how mm-hmm. orange the movie looks. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, like at some point, I'm like, he changed all the color. Like clearly, like there's a scene where he gets off the prison bus, and the thing is so fucking color corrected blue. I'm like. Is that supposed to be reflecting his prison jumpsuits, though? I suppose so. But I think that I would have liked another color palette or made it look... You know, I I hate that Zack Snyder color palette. That that gray-brown-blue-orange. It's so... And the movie's so visually... It reminded me of of Green Room, in a way. If Green Room had been... Very realistic. Yeah, very realistic. And if it had been incredibly, incredibly Mm slow-paced. Like a European Green Room. Okay. It's weirdly European, but 
Yeah, what the, why do they keep talking about this prison in Austria? Did yeah, you know, did you, in joke, I guess. Okay, yeah, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't like do the research. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I, I, I was floored by this movie, except for that color thing. I think I, I would give this movie, like, it was enough for, for it to bum me out. Mm-hmm. Being like, oh. It's the one thing you're going to ding it on. Yeah, but the rest of it, the writing, the performances, the characters, the violence in this fucking <laughs> movie, dude, when it, like... I could just imagine when I was watching the scenes of him like smashing people's faces onto the floor. Mm-hmm. I I can imagine you giggling as like you did at Ricky O. No, but the violence isn't funny though. Like when it's over the top though. So we don't want to spoil this because it's still new. But at one point, he stomps a dude's fucking face in, and then when he drags his face <laughs> through the floor, yeah. and you see like this, like it, it's it's. Uh, it's north of Rikio and south of the green room, where it's like it's almost fucking comical. There, there, there's a term for that when I was uh, doing my minor research on it last night after watching the movie. It's uh, called degloving. Degloving. Because uh, I guess people like lose the like hand on their, oh. their skin on their hand, <laughs> so like it's like he got his face degloved. Yeah, so I like the violence in this. I it was actiony enough, but also it it just dabbles on the edge of being too grotesque. Mm-hmm. It's not like like martyrs, for example, where it's it's realistic, excessive graphic violence. This I think still supposed to be it builds you up with badass fights, mm-hmm. and then it grounds you with horrific violence. And really, like, I was watching this, I woke up, and I put on my iPad to finish watching it, and when that happened, I dropped the thing, I'm like, ah! It, it, I had a visceral reaction to this movie, and I'm, I'm not in a rush to rewatch it, because it's so fucking long. Like, it's, yeah, that's, it's, that's uh, one point against it, like, it, with the artsiness of it, like, mm-hmm. I think you can probably lose a half hour of this. Mm-hmm. Easily, but I, I think like it, but then it's again, all, losing some of that, yeah. there's some things you'd have to sacrifice for that half hour. It's all intentional, so you, you yeah. can't like you, you'd be changing like the meal, and it's it's a full sumptuous meal of a movie, and it's I think it's a fucking achievement of a movie. I would watch it again to sit down with someone and watch them watch it, that kind of thing. Yeah, but alone, I might not ever watch this alone ever again in my life. How do you think the professor would feel about this movie? I think she would really appreciate the drawn out characters. Really? Oh yeah, no. Professor has a has a stomach for violence. Yeah. She just, you know, it better be good. It better she better like the characters. I bet I could show her old boy, she'd like old boy. Okay. Oh yeah, um, we were watching Harakiri the other night. Oh, yeah, did you finally get her to watch it? She's really she fell asleep, but that's cuz she was tired. And she's like, "No, we definitely need to finish it. It's, okay. It seems great." All right. So I think she'd get into this movie, but I I don't know. It is so. Yeah. Much. There's certain movies like when I'm watching, for uh, the show, I'm just thinking if I can show it to Michelle Monaghan, and I was like, no. Never. Nope. It's like she must never know. Well, no, that, that, I, I could probably show the trailer and she'd be like, oh, this is interesting. She'd get a half hour in and be like, this is boring. You know, I'd but forgive like, her for saying it. But like it's, uh, like I said, it is a movie of two halves. Your first half of the movie is this very, you know, quiet drama uh, about a. a a man forced to do things for his family, mm-hmm. and then the second half is this ultra violent, yeah, prison romp. Yeah, I think it, it, the the amount of violence I think was perfectly balanced for me. I think it's really important because I, I I didn't want to look away. Mm-hmm. I think if your film violence makes me want to look away, either you're doing too good a job or you're fucking up. 
Yeah. And sometimes, like with the like martyrs, you're doing too good a job. I don't want to see it this much. Yeah. Or if I see something, what's a, what's a gratuitously bad violent film that is just uninteresting? Gratuitously violent. Um. I. Like okay. most slashers, I'd say. Uh, it's people would say that about like most Rob Zombie movies. Okay, I could see that. Um. Uh, I I personally like Devil's Rejects, mm-hmm. but it is like the like. I may have mentioned on the show, Michelle Monaghan and I watched House of the Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects back to back one night. And like afterwards, like we didn't want to look at each other. We were like, <laughs> let's just take a shower and go to bed. Like I just, I don't feel good about being human. Yeah. Or yeah, how about like something like a, like Green Inferno? Like. The, oh yeah, yeah. All your Eli Roth shit. Oh, like I hated that movie. I didn't watch it. I just, I, I remember listening to an interview with him where he was talking about it. And I was just like, you just make shit to like, make people uncomfortable yeah like and it's not uh, even right. good and comfortable it's just bad like, like i, I find Firma is a terrible movie i find this with a lot of people who are a fan of like the movies that i like grew up on like 80s slasher flicks or like mm-hmm. just want to watch it for the gore and violence and i like it for the cult aspects yes like the gore and violence in like friday the 13th movies is always like it's some of like some of the movies it can be a little like eighties over the top, sure. but like I just like it for like a period piece, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I think they're like some of them eighties ones are charming, and the violence is supposed to elicit a laugh, and like not necessarily a ha ha laugh, but like like a un- like a scared I'm enjoying this kind of sensation. Yeah, like I guess you could say it like um, there's the. Uh, it reminds me of the, the Patton Oswald bit about deathbed, the bed that eats people. Yes. <laughs> or I'm just thinking, like, you watch, like, these Friday the 13th movies, and you're just like, people woke up, and somebody from craft services made food for Friday the 13th Part 7. Like, <laughs> it's it's charming to me and funny, but, like, yeah. Some people just get the wrong idea, I guess, out of yeah. these movies. Like, oh, I just want to watch this, bitch, watch this bitch's tits get cut off. I'm like, yeah. dude, that's no, no, like, no. What What about that draws you to, do you, do you like boobs? There's porn. Do you just watch porn? Yeah, and then there's torture porn, which is like, this is where the Eli Roth camp comes in, of yeah. like guys who grew up watching all these slasher flicks and have the wrong, took the wrong message out of it. Mm-hmm. This is supposed to be like something fun in the 80s that you took your girlfriend to to go yeah. get scared and then like yeah, the hopefully jump do, in your hopefully arms, do yeah. hand stuff with each other later. Exactly. This is not my thing. Whereas this was just the right amount of... I, the fight scenes are so great. And so his first prison guard, the one... I don't, actually, I don't want to spoil any of this movie's no, thing and I want yeah, to tell you so much about it. It's a little too new, I think. Yes, yeah, too new. But... There's so many moments in this thing where you grow to like a character so quickly and then or you or you dislike them so quickly and then a tiny bit of nuance happens and you see entire mm-hmm. scenarios playing out just like Bradley is where his life could have gone different. Yeah. Like I I really like I keep on thinking about the the horrible stuff that happens like the poor the stuff that happens to Bradley in this movie and then in a actually really good bit of almost unsubtle writing where um he has a monologue in the beginning about the milk mm-hmm. and i think that it would have been really easy for that to be some tacky faux tarantino speech yeah about like yeah my life is a metaphor for milk but the way he does it subtly enough like you're going on the movie and you're like how much more awful shit can happen oh the milk yeah totally 
totally works. And it's funny if you like the uh, when he before he went to prison, he had the detective speaking to him like I've I've seen guys like you. Your path could you're gonna go out a different way. He could have just as easily been one of those prison guards. Yeah. Like if you think about it, like mm-hmm. it's he's fighting himself in yeah. a, in a sense when he's in prison, and winning. I don't know what that says about the human spirit, but he, he you know he has a lot of drive. Shit. Maybe I do need to watch this again right away. I loved this, Ryan. I loved this movie. Yeah, I'm I'm I really liked it a lot. I'm not I can't really say love, but mm-hmm. I really did like it a lot. It's a movie I would definitely recommend to people. Yeah. Um it was just a bit too slow. I just uh, I don't think it would earn a spot on the shelf. No, that it's just, it doesn't go that far for you? Not that far. I would still recommend it, but like I, I don't know, like I can't like Anything that's on this shelf, yeah. which, listeners, I'm sorry for uh, the, the background <laughs> buzzing noise. Uh, Gabriel and I had to move out of our normal recording spot. Yeah. Now we're uh, sitting next to the actual fabled movie shelf. Yes. Anything on this shelf, I can pull off at like any random time, yeah. at, like during the night, and just throw it on and watch it. Yeah. I mean, with the exception of like Schindler's List. I mean, I'm not going to like get yeah. fucked up and watch Schindler's List or, you know... What else is Dirty on? Dancing 2? Yeah, Dirty Dancing 2. Uh, or Aaron Brockovich. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, that was the one I was looking at. I'm like, Aaron yep, Brockovich, um, really? Yeah, just remember that some of these movies came with the wife. Mm-hmm. And I had to, she had to argue for some of her movies on the shelf. So I'd say about 15 to 20% of the movies on the shelf are hers. Yes. Twilight so. 13. Yeah, the, no, that one's mine. That, oh, which one? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? That awkward moment's yours? Uh, which is too bad, because I like everyone that cast. Yeah, so, yeah, the, the, man, now I'm staring at my shelf. There's some things, why is We Are Still Here on, on my shelf? I gotta pull that off, that was a shitty movie. We Are Still Here? Oh, dude, it's awful. What is it? It's a horror movie I bought on a whim at, like, Target, because it was, like, five bucks, and I was like, oh, cool, like, and I, like, looked up, like, IMDB, like, shit, and I was like, oh, good review, and it's just, like, the worst fucking piece of shit movie. It's like a huh. ghost story kind of thing. Like, oh, I, li- I think I've seen that cover. I like the cover, the cover art's really cool. Yeah, and it cool said it's intensely creepy, much like no, Harry Knowles. No, it's not. It's fucking. Is it, Bar- is it Barbara Crampton? It is Barbara Crampton. Oh, I love Barbara Crampton. Yeah, that movie sucks. <laughs> That's too bad. Well, she's not a A lister for a reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, her 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 bod's an A lister, but. Ew. What? Oh. A reanimator. Oh, that's right. You and your reanimator. Dude, that movie's so good. One of the one of the rare misses for me. You don't like Reanimator? Or no? Oh, I was thinking of the wrong movie. Shit, sorry. Which which one are you thinking about? Uh, the the wasn't the same guy from Beyond. Yeah, that's the yeah. one. Sorry, I was, <laughs> yeah, no, but no, I, I, haven't, awesome. I haven't watched Reanimator. That's right. That's that's where the conversation came. Mm-hmm. I am oh, tired. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. My my brain's not working. Yeah, Ryan, I like. So I've been completely lethargic the last couple of weeks because my work's not going so hot. Yeah. And and because of that, I haven't been doing my usual routine. But this week, I'm back, and my routine is as always: wake up at eight thirty, and take the five hour energy on top of my alarm, and take a sip of it, so that way my day starts with a boost of energy. Because otherwise, I lie back down and go back to sleep. Wow. Mhm. All of our routines. Yeah. It's, Mine's it's... usually you know wake up at one. Mm-hmm. Drink a cup of water, maybe have a cup of coffee, get in the shower around two thirty. Light a cigarette in the shower. Yeah, light a cigarette in the shower, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And then you know, just as my wife's getting home, I'm just getting out of the shower and dressing. You know, bartender life. Different lives. Yeah, different lives. 
Um, Ryan, so um, what are your final thoughts on Brawl Soul Buck 99? Who do you recommend it to? If it's on the VCR at the bar, what are your thoughts? If it's on the bar, uh, see, I, I <laughs> wake up, Ryan. Uh, if it's on the VCR at the bar, mm-hmm. I will probably, depending on where it is in the movie, I'm ordering another beer and watching it. Okay. Um, if it's just starting, I'll probably be like, yeah, I'm all right. But if we're like forty minutes in, yeah, I'm probably point. I'm probably jumping in and being like, yeah, I'll stay for a couple beers and watch this. <laughs> but yeah, like it, it's just it's the length is a problem, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but like once you're like forty five minutes in, you've already committed, and you might as well go and see it the full. Uh, yeah, to the it's, bitter it's end. Who I recommend it to? I mean, if anyone who likes good like. You know, gr- oh. grindhouse yeah. B movies. Like, if you're a fan of like the thing, the shit you had to dig for in like '86 and like at a swap meet. Mm-hmm. Like, this is one of those movies. Um, it's very enjoyable. I I recommend it to the art house crowd and to the, uh, yeah, the grindhouse crowd too. I think it right. appeals to both camps because you each get an hour. Yeah, I like it. Like it's a be- it's, it's a good compromise for both parties. It's one of the most amazing combinations of both those things. Yeah, it's and the way that it transitions into. Like from one to the other is just mm-hmm. very natural. Yes. Oh, it 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 cracks. You're waiting for it to happen, and when it does happen, um, it's doesn't it's surprising the way it does happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's really good. The, the I, violence I, in this. Oof. Yeah, two samurai swords up. Way up. Uh, for me, like I I just I loved it, and again I just I don't know whose fault it is. I want to say it's the DP that if this had looked. If, it, if this had looked as visually appealing, like Green Room is a visually beautiful movie, and this one isn't that much. I think just it just a little bit of tweaking. Mm-hmm. It it was too. I don't know. I just didn't like the way it looked a lot of the time. Like a lot of the time, I'm like, well, well that sure was blue. Yeah. I don't know. I wanted more. It, it felt that it, it almost shortchanged itself by looking that like it was such an artificial coloring to it. Yeah. I don't know. I wanted something a little more organic out of it. I think if this had looked like this, if this had been shot on film, I bet it's, I would be like jizzing on this movie. As it is, I'm like, this is a really fucking amazing movie and I do love it. But I, I would rewatch this thing on loop. Even if they shot less high quality, like, I don't know. It looks too pretty. No, it's, 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 you know, like, The camera quality is too good, and it shows all the how it's failing visually. Mm-hmm. That I think that when you shoot on a more authentic, like on film, it would, like the grit would be there on screen. I feel like you're like when HD came out, porn stars had to get like surgery again because seeing seeing every pore ruined the illusion. Yeah. So I always talk about porn anyway. <laughs> it's I don't know I'm, I. I there was something about the way it looked that kind of made me pause a lot. Okay. I think if you're going for a naturalistic look, failed. Going for a gritty, realistic look, failed. If you're looking for a cheap digital look, even then you failed. So mm-hmm. I don't know what you're trying to do with this look. It, a lot of it didn't work. But besides that, fucking A+. plus. Yeah, I want to see more drama performances from Vince Vaughn. He was great. Because he, he was one, he, performances. He was one of the bright spots in uh true defective season two mm-hmm. uh yeah I've, I've really liked him as a as a like villainous figure yeah. i i do like like he disappears in this like you it's another moment where you're like i'm not watching vince vaughn i'm yeah. watching 
Bradley. Yeah. And it's he's really, really good in this. Like yeah. really good. He's like great. like it makes you forget like his old school bullshit. Mm-hmm. And Don Johnson randomly oh, great I, in it. Yeah, I forgot I wanted to bring it up. <laughs> I wanna get those little uh, cigarellos like Don Johnson mm-hmm. has and just walk around like in a black suit and smoke black gloves. and smoke effeminately. Yeah. Oh, it was great. <laughs> it was really funny. Oh, everyone in this movie. I, I actually I'm a really big Don Johnson fan. So. That guy's awesome. Yeah. Like you like it's showing takes, up randomly in Django. Yeah, and it like, takes a special actor to swag onto the set of Django and play that character with that much aplomb. And do the same thing here. Like as soon as you see Don Johnson on screen, like he commands mm-hmm. every scene he's in. You know, like he has no doubt in his Sonny mind Crockett, that he is in charge. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's oh Don he's Johnson, great. love you, love that guy. Yeah. Oh man. So I'm next time I hang out with Daniel, I'm gonna make him sit down and watch this movie because, fuck it. He's a drive guy, right? Yeah, he, uh, he his, his my Grady Valentine was on drive. Oh yeah, if he likes drive and mm-hmm. he likes his only God forgives bullshit yeah then god we sucked yeah that that was that the first movie we watched with him yeah god damn (laughs) that was such a long fucking day yeah Uh, daniel wanted to be here but then he was too lazy to watch the movie and he's gonna regret it i can forgive that yeah it's a long movie (laughs) especially after last week yeah 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 i I think he would get behind this actually he's he would be like a perfect test subject if he would not like this, I would be surprised. I'd be baffled. I think I've got a, a, a good read on him now for movies he likes. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. But listeners, um, currently streaming on YouTube and Google Play and iTunes. And Amazon Prime. And Amazon Prime. Oh, it was on Prime for free? Yeah. Fuck. Apparently, Ryan, I have Amazon Prime. I didn't know it. Really? Yeah. I was, like, I, if you didn't, I was just going to give you my... Oh, shit, because you you <laughs> helped me with Hulu. Yeah, no. I, Thanks I, for the South Park. That's me, by the way. Nope. Oh, I always <laughs> wondered about that. Yeah, and that's me watching that same cooking anime over and over again. <laughs> I, saw, I was like, I just like Gabriel's choices on here. I'm like, I just like to pepper in the the yeah. animated adult comedies. Oh, it's also my brother though. He's the one watching Golden Girls. No. Yeah, it's him. The 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 guy who loves his eight like this is a joke, right? No. Okay. My brother's an enigma in his own way. All right. Mm-hmm. That's... Yeah. So check it out. Rent it. I really, both of us, well, Ryan, really. No, I, I like it. I like it. I'm not, I'm not going to say yeah. there's any part of it that I, like, honestly dislike. I just don't but love just I just don't love it. Parts of it weren't for you. Uh, it's not that parts of it weren't for me. It's just, like, it's, uh, I'm not the art house cinema guy. And it was, I, 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 I really did like it. I'm not trying to. You know, yeah, change it. Shortchange yeah. it at all. It's a great movie. It's just not like anything that I'm gonna yeah. gush over. Like I, I, you know what kind of movies I gush yes. over. This isn't one of them that I'm gonna gush, but I will recommend it. I will say it's a good movie. I'm not gonna shit on it. There's good performances, and it's a it's a good time. Just if not, just a touch too long. Yeah, and for me, it's just the color correction and the lens choice and the way they shot it. Besides that, fucking phenomenal movie. Um, all right, we'll be back with, did you watch uh, Punisher? No. Then, <laughs> then we'll have another segment of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. All right. And then we will uh, do um, our, our, we're going back to format. So yes, So we'll find yes. out what the next movie is. When we return, Daniel, do your thing.
Hey everybody, my name is Daniel, and I want to tell you about another Top Gallant Radio show. Do you like movies? Good! I like movies too, but the show isn't about movies. Do you like books? Good, because in Slow Readers, we discuss books. Gabe, do you like reading? Hate it. I've always hated it. Every episode covers a different book, such as Animal Farm. Um, I was also making ties with another empire. Ha. Uh-oh. Um, the Sith. Because, yep, uh, basically, uh, the Emperor Palpatine was Napoleon, <laughs> Blackwater. Oh my god, this this book is so painful. Yeah. I had to put it down repeatedly just to catch my breath. Yeah, yeah, no, I know I know what that's like, and truly... Our... You were in a car that landed in Blackwater? Yeah, I dude, I know, I fucking killed a woman you like fought? this. Uh... <laughs> you fought? Oh, okay, never mind. Um, Wrong side. Do you not like reading books? Well, that's also okay, because you get to hang out with two pretty cool dudes. Join me, your host Daniel. She's like a pretty intelligent kid. Cause like her reaction to that is like, you never read the giver? You work in a bookstore. And and I and I was like really close to just snapping her just going like, listen girl, I read a lot of other books, okay? <laughs> and my co-host Gabriel Mara, who co-hosts Sex and Violence. You love that guy, right? On air challenge, slow readers exclusive. Slow readers exclusive. Can Gabe fit God Girl possess? <laughs> Then you get hours and hours and hours of access to us rambling about various topics, such as politics. Gabe, what do you think about Donald Trump launching missiles? Let's hear it. No. But our one <laughs> run-in with the police. I took a breath to start. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no, not going nope. that way. We're not a political podcast. Nope. Uh, we're just we're just milk chugging right wingers though. <laughs> milk chugging. And books into the water. Pledged. Feral to arms. The magicians. Wise blood. Ethan from. An object of beauty. So go ahead, continue enjoying sex and violence the hot-ass top gallant radio show about movies and punk rock stuff and then when you're done with that go ahead and button your dress shirt up to the neck to the throat area and then go ahead and give slow readers a spin go search itunes and search up the name slow readers check us out slow readers comes out every monday you can also check us out on twitter at top gallant radio And we're back. We're Great back. stuff, Daniel, as always. Gotta make a new ad for that. Yeah. One of these days. One of these days. Just gotta find more clips. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like... We, we need an intern, Ryan. Yeah, we, we really should get one of those. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out. I'm not worried. So, Ryan, what are you watching lately? Uh, a lot of Penny Dreadful. Okay, yeah, you were talking about that last week. Dude, you need to watch it. Yeah? I really think you and the professor would get behind it. Okay. I... I last night ran into my first episode that I didn't enjoy. Okay. It was a uh, an entire backstory episode mm. for what I who I think is the most uninteresting character on the show. Josh Hartnett. No. He's cool. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Except <laughs> the the episode before that, uh, for the backstory one, um, ended. I did not see this show becoming oddly homoerotic. All right. Yeah. Oh, I'm always it's, down for uh, that. It's, it's, it's fine. It was just like a real curveball. I was like, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, All right, right, I guess this is happening. Sure. Um, yeah, it involves, uh, not to spoil too much, involves uh, Josh Hartnett and um, Dorian Gray. Okay. Yeah. And then... The fictional character Dorian Gray? Yeah, because they're all like all the like... Oh, yeah, that makes, that makes like sense. Like Dorian Gray, uh, Dr. Frankenstein... Uh, just met Dr. Van Helsing. Cool. Pretty fucking awesome. Who is it? Oh, uh, it's it's, it's a, like a Dr. Van Helsing. Oh, but the cat, the actor. Oh, it's, it's some old guy. Oh, okay. I don't know. Who's um, Hartnett? Hartnett is um, like this uh, American uh, cowboy, like outlaw figure. Okay. Um, who my wife spoiled it for me. 
Uh-oh. Um, apparently he's a werewolf. <laughs> sure. They, like, they teased it. Like, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. But they teased it, like, where they're in, like, a zoo, and a bunch of wolves surround them, and he goes up and, like, puts his hand in the wolf's mouth, and I was like, oh, cool, the secret werewolf handshake. <laughs> and fucking, uh, she's getting, uh, kind of, like, pissed off at me, because Timothy Dalton is, uh, one of the main characters. Awesome. So every time he does something badass, I'm just like, She's like, can you fucking stop? I'm like, no, it's fucking so James Bond. It was it's T-Dalt. I was like, you never saw a fucking License to Kill? Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites. It's a good one. I love License to Kill. Yeah, man. Love um, yeah, you should really watch it, dude. It's pretty great. Um, I looked it up online, and apparently it is one of the shows that had a clear vision of where it wanted to go, and okay. it's only three seasons. Great. And the they asked why I didn't do like a season four, and the creator was like, it ended on its logical closing point. Like, I, there was nothing more to be said. That is the best possible sell for me. artistic integrity. Hell yeah. So I'm really excited. I think it's only like eight episodes per season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just finished episode five. Any evergreen boobs yet? Yeah. Yes! Yeah. That was the first thing I said to my wife. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I just, I, you know you're going to see her tits. She's like, no, you're not. I'm like, she shows her tits in everything. She's the best naked actress ever. Yeah. She, um, first time I saw her tits, she was having um, sex with a ghost, essentially. Like a, sure. de- a demon. And she was just like on the bed, fucking convulsing, just like, eh. Rad. Give it to me. So yeah. Great actress. Up. Love um, her but yeah, she's the she's the one I find to be the most uninteresting character. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it, I mean she's just doing her normal like British accent, you know, I'm a psychic that kind okay. of shit. So, uh, other than that, the show is fucking great. Okay. It's really like every episode ends on like a, a really awesome kind of like teaser. Like, okay. You like it like it makes me want to binge. Like it's the first show in a while where like I have to like use some self-restraint to not mm-hmm. like watch another episode without Michelle Monaghan so I'm just like why'd you go to bed at 10 o'clock <laughs> I could have totally squeezed into more episodes fuck married life bro yeah it sucks um, so I'm hoping to finish season one this week um, but all in all it's it's great like, like all the uh, old school Victorian London-esque shit Super I could see you and the professor getting behind and it's just yeah it's there's nothing bad I can say about it cool just, just that one episode that was just kind of like, I guess you need a backstory episode for certain characters from sure. time to time to explain some things. So I get that, but I was just hoping it wouldn't be the full like 45, 48 minutes of it. And, and it, it worked. And it was. Okay. But I understand the character a little bit better now. So mission accomplished, <laughs> I guess. All right. I can dig it. Um, for me, I haven't really watched anything. Uh, well, I was watching Harakiri with the Professor. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. It's just an amazing movie. You'd be wrong yeah, to not great. see it. It's pretty great. Uh, started watching season two of Poldark. Poldark's pretty great. Yeah, I've been really busy. It's you know like that. My work comes in like two week cycles basically. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm lazy and depressed for one week, and then I kind of start moving for four days, and then for the last three days I crush out like a ton of work, and then I that's see. been it. And then you repeat. Yeah, pretty much. But I think after we're recording, I'm going to go to the movie theater and see The Miracle Season. Because I like sports movies. I don't really like sports that much. I like sports movies. Gotta, gotta, I'm going to go see that movie. All right. Looking forward. Might see Blockers. I saw Isle of Dogs again. Yeah. Yeah. Espino. Yeah, not a lot of action going on in the movies these weeks. I mean, anything else good come out? I mean, Avengers is in, what, two weeks? Uh, ten days, I think. Ten fucking days. That's what crazy. What is today? Seventeenth. Yeah. So yeah. 
I'm going to catch that Friday morning screening. Uh, you're more than welcome to join me on Thursday night. Is it, is it, is it sold out? I don't know. Um, I'm going to check for tickets soon. Um, um, if... God, I hate crowds and I hate lines. Um, if there is a... Dude, this is the only way... Like, this is the best way to see a movie like this is with a bunch of nerds. Because at these pre-screenings mm-hmm. like this, it's like... A bunch of like fat, sweaty comic book nerds, and like they're they are going to be fucking silent in the theater. Well, that's why like I, like that's why I saw Last Jedi. I saw the Friday morning screening, and weirdly enough, I saw a bunch of random people from the restaurant industry in the area. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, oh, is this the industry screening where everyone who couldn't go the night before, so we're just having a quiet. It, it was pin drop quiet. It was awesome. That's cool. It was just relaxed. I didn't have to wait for anything. Well, if uh, just get up early. If I don't hit the uh, Thursday night screening, join um, me for Friday morning. I'll join you for Friday morning, or maybe I'll do. Too. Do I mean, both. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I'm sure I get day one for that. Yeah. What what time is like a morning screening for you guys? Like 11 a.m.? Oh, I could totally do that. Yeah, it's early. Yeah, I'll, I'll just be the one weird guy dressed in a vest and tie. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wore my dress pants again yesterday because I was doing laundry and I'm like, oh, I miss these pants. Yeah, they're so nice. Yeah, well, no, they're they're ruined, but, you know. Yeah, they're still nice. Yeah, work. Yeah. Um, so, no, let's be frank this week. Because Ryan... Is still an asshole. That's fine. I, sorry, man. Penny Dreadful took over. No, oh, I gotcha. It's just like, yo, would you rather watch the last three episodes or start a new show with <laughs> werewolves and vampires? Like, You're almost yes. done. Homestretch. I know. Um, We missed Rex Manning Day, so that's kind of a bummer. We could have done something like that. Mm. It was last week. Oh. Is that name Rex Manning? Is that from Empire Records? Yeah. Oh. Well, oh. I, I like that movie. It's fine. Yeah, that was my that was my reaction as well. I'm like, this is That's good. That's one of Michelle Monaghan's favorites. Yeah, it reminds which uh, always surprised me. I was like, your affectation for like weird '90s movies yeah. is like always surprises me. Mm-hmm. It's like like diet teen clerks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, no, I get it. This like, is I, I'd this rather is good. I'd rather watch like Clerks or Mallrats. I'd rather actually watch the original, the real deal. But that's fine. This is this is perfectly good. I actually ended up watching clips from Chasing Amy mm. and Dogma last night for some reason. I was like, like I Chasing Amy in my VCR the other day. I was kind of like, yes. Ah, it's so good. It's a great movie. Yeah. Anyway, Ryan, back to format. Yeah, we we are actually going back to format after what like two months off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably about I'm, that. I'm maybe. still moving. Just give me time. Yeah. yeah. Episode fifty three. It's a new year, Ryan. It is. You're presenting me with options. Yes. Cool. So uh, we're gonna watch the trailer for one of these, and the other movie you have seen, but I haven't. Mm. So my first choice will be uh, Crimes of Passion. Okay. Tell us a little about Crimes of Passion. Oh, there are no secrets. Sounds like Roger Rabbit. <laughs> well, yeah, it was her. No, I mean the saxophone. Oh, yeah. No, if anything's selling me, it's a saxophone. But their crimes 
Awesome. Superstar John Laughlin? That looks so trashy. That looks so trashy. Ryan, did you know that Kathleen Turner is the voice of Jessica Rabbit? Yes. Fun background. Do you want to watch the trailer for the other one? Or we just... What was the other one again? Magic Mike. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, why not? <laughs> Alright, fuck it. I was going to insist that if we're doing Magic Mike, we should also do XXL. Let's see. Official trailer number one. It's a good movie, Ryan. Oh, hold on. There's an advertisement. Oh, let's, let's watch the advertisement on there. Uh, Some it fucking kid. It won't blow it up. It's... Oh, it's an IHOP commercial. Sure. I like breakfast. Never up in time for it. Huh. I've heard actually outside of the, the female masturbatory nature of this movie that it's actually a good movie. It's an art film. Oh, Ryan, this is on Magic Mike XXL. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Ryan, do you really think I'm not going to know Magic Mike XXL from a few random shots? Oh, yeah, it is XXL. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Ah, here we are. You live here? Yeah. Yeah? What's your name? Kim. Kim, can you move back for me, please? We keep getting complaints of noise and underage drink. Everybody sit down. We're going to be here for a while. You don't have anything sharp on you that I can stick myself with, do you? No. Good. Because I do. The businesses that I manage, they deal exclusively in cash. Oh, busy guy. This trailer, like, completely does not grasp what this movie is at all. Really? Yeah. Sex sells, dude. Totally. Like, the Rihanna song is like... Like, they knew how to sell this movie. So if you could do the one thing that made me the happiest every morning. The custom furniture. Custom furniture. So you must really go with your hands. I just can't be around your life. Yeah, this trailer is like the reason why I probably never saw this movie. <laughs> yeah, And no. I can't believe people, and they're like, yeah, no, it's actually a really good movie. There is an... Okay. Alex Pettifer. Almost played uh, Jesse Custer. Oh. Oh, McConaughey in this movie. There's some fives in there. Oh, okay. The 20s? Uh, you don't want to know what I have to do for 20s. 
come and show now? No. You're gonna come and show now? No. You just said over there that you like the show. Ryan, what if I told you there's more in common with Brawl and Cell Block 99 than it does with a shitty rom-com? Really? No, it's a quiet character study thing. It's a drama about... Like, the main character is barely even Mike. It's more Alex Pettifer. More mm -hmm. like how Alex Pettifer is kind of like a young dude trying to find his way in life. And he befriends Magic Mike. Who, and then he kind of introduces him to the world of stripping... And Alex Pettifer kind of loses his way a little bit, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a kind of art house drama that happens to have very well done stripping sequences. So our choices are the, the <laughs> trashy 80s sex film or the quiet character study of a male stripper. Ryan, I think you know I was always going to go for Crimes of Fashion. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That's what you're going with? Yeah, let's go Crimes of Fashion. Because one, honestly... The trailer and the saxophone totally sold me. I kind of, as soon as I heard the saxophone, I was like, he's in. Yeah, no, I love 80s porno sax. All right. So great. Um, and we're back I to porn again. Yeah. I think for, let's definitely do Magic Mike. Oh, damn it. We'll do Magic Mike at some point. Let's have a guest for that, I think. Is Magic fun. Mike more of a palate cleanser or would that be a sex pick? It's honestly more of a palate cleanser. I think, well, so Magic Mike, sex pick, Magic Mike XXL, palate cleanser. Because again, I, I, my comparison, so if Magic Mike 1 is an interesting drama, Magic Mike 2 is a Pitch Perfect sequel. Because okay. it's charming, sexy is people. Channing Tatum still in that one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Stoderberg was the DP on it. He just didn't direct it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a good movie. They're both really good movies. But I think that um, we should definitely have a guest for that. All right. And again, I, I would want to do both Magic Mikes. All right, but fuck it. We'll do we'll do a double feature and we'll do that as a palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Who would be a good guest for that? Uh, Neil Himesoff. Neil Himesoff. I wonder what he would do. He's seen him, hasn't he? Uh, maybe I'll ask him. I think so, because he definitely see him in like an hour. He'd make references to um, being a McConaughey character. So. Oh, yeah. If he's seen him, I've never seen him, and I've just had that like normal guy bullshit of like, mm -hmm. what do we want to watch a fucking male stripper movie? It's a good movie, and that's why I was like, yeah, fuck it, sex pick, easy. <laughs> but let's do Crimes of Passion. All right, cool. Okay, so and, um, we'll do that next week. Yeah, and you should we talk about our upcoming segment? What segment? Boys are back in town. Oh, word. Um, Ryan, go ahead. Uh, so we are going to read and talk about the entire series uh, run of uh, The Boys. Because we've been Dennis. doing it already anyway. Yeah. We've might been... as well make a segment out of it. Yeah, might as well make a segment out of it. We'll actually read through and talk about it. And uh, it's one of my favorite comics. Yeah, it's amazing. I like it quite a bit. So that'll replace, uh, let's be frank, I'll, I'll finish up for next uh -huh. week so we can, <laughs> we can start fresh in two weeks with a new segment. And it's so easy for me to just blow through the boys yeah. comic so mm -hmm. yeah so easy to blow boys yes magic yes. mike totally yes anything else on the, on the board not really uh you want to plug away uh yeah you can find me on instagram at tango like cash for pictures of cocktails by cat and the occasional funny little thing waka waka. Um, you can find me at the bookstore speakeasy every friday saturday night 336 adam street Southside bethel 18018 come on in i'll make you a drink word yeah um, listeners, listen to the other Top Gallant radio show, Slow Readers, where Daniel Reichel and I discuss books, the weather, farts, and books. Um, besides that, we now have merch. Yes. So people definitely go check it out. It's on the Instagram, which is Sex and Violence Pod, and Top Gallant Radio on Instagram as well. If you want a shirt, just DM us. They're pretty cool. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I was wearing it around the other day. Yeah. yeah. 
Pretty awesome. cool. So besides that, um, shit, follow me on Instagram, Baby Mara Five A's. Um, I have some new podcast um ideas cooking up, so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, see you next week. For crimes of passion. For crimes of passion. For crimes of passion. I'm Gabriel Mara. Bye. Bye. This has been a Top Count Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Reichel and Gabriel Mara. For more podcasts and content, go to topcountradio.com. 